Yeah. It's almost Christmas time. Hello, RSL Nation. It's your boys Adele and the Baker. Strike like an RSL Nation. With another episode of Scarf Live, the podcast. Why are you trying to weird out the listeners? I'm trying to be dramatic. Yeah, you're creeping me out. So these poor souls. uh, I.E. Dramatical. And I can see our follower account literally dropping as you keep talking. Dramastical? All right, please stop, man. How are you, Baker? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all right. It's been a... It's been exactly two weeks since we last uh, spoke about footy and all things RSL. And about two and a half weeks since the last time we saw our boys play on the pitch, yeah? A bit longer than that. Feels like six months. Lifetime. It's a lifetime in soccer years, as they say. So what you been up to? Off-season Well, sucks. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, relatively slow, uh, Concerning our cell news, as as these things are, uh, you know, obviously there's still a little bit of uh, MLS footy going on, which is nice. Uh, I.e. soccer. There is I.E. soccer going on. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's I, I hear I hear there's some games supposed to be taking place this weekend. Some some kind of shenanigans, a final, if you will, between a Georgia. So it's literally like. The exact op, not well, I me mean, not the exact opposite of what I wanted to happen, but a like sh- it's up there. It it's like the most unlikable team versus like the third most unlikable team. I'm, I'm I'm assuming you mean Atlanta, Portland, respectively. I do. It's um I never ever ever saw myself rooting for a Western Conference team in the finals. It's always been like an Eastern Conference team, but I just dislike. Atlanta so so much. I don't dislike Atlanta. I really dislike Atlanta. I dislike their fans. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. The it's, ballot stuffers. Right. It's um like like and then you know they're nice enough on uh on social media. Don't tell me that they suck. But it's like as as a franchise and, and just as like what that well, like, that's just, what just like that. Like that them fake so, growth just bothers me. That's what makes them so hateable. They're doing everything so damn perfectly well on the actual soccer front, minus building a billion, but billion dollar stadium without grass. Yeah, there is that. That is a thing they do. And but hey, man, they they did it right. They're yeah, for it, sure. They're doing it well, for sure. I mean, and then their front office is just handling business. But that's still perfectly. Hate them. Oh, yeah, really dislike them. Long story short, really hoping Portland get an upset. That being said, there's no way Portland. That's how you know it's bad. That I'm rooting for Portland. Yeah, yeah. Second game in a row. God, right. That uh, Portland Kansas City game. That was magic. That was a great game. That was genuinely as like I don't want to say a neutral third party because I was far from neutral, but as like a soccer fan, that was a great MLS game. That, those games or games like that make me realize just how much I still hate Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Can't stand them. Can't stand them. It was and great. Every year we have the same debate, the same argument. Is the rivalry still on? Is it over? Does it really matter? Still matters. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. I would say, I mean, obviously, I mean, when they played us. Sure. We had a horse in the race. Right. So I would have hated regardless whom we were playing. But when it was Portland 
Kansas City. Right. I found myself rooting so hard for Portland, the team that killed us multiple times this year. Twice. Uh, including at the end of a long road trip that we took to Portland, overrated, mm -hmm. BT dubs as a city, IMO. I'm just wow. dropping all the... That, I, I think that literally gave me an aneurysm. FBI, Stop. CIA. Stop. <laughs> that was so bad. But games like that make me realize I still hate them. Yeah, so, for sure. Let me ask you this sure. question. Mm -hmm. Atlanta. Yep. Hosting. Mm-hmm. The Timber Reverse. Yeah, that's that's just gonna be a great show. That should be a good show. Like I, I am more excited about what Tifo they end up busting out than uh Don't. I am. I'm not gonna lie. It's I'm gonna hate myself for like genuinely enjoying they, it. They're only doing it at this point because it's expected of them. Right. It's the most I'm not gonna say it. I I mean here's 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 why I'm okay with kind of being excited about the final. Eight's the final. B, the season's almost over. B, the season's over, which means next year can start earlier. But I think more importantly, I am, I think being a betting man, Atlanta has a major implosion at the start of next year. Um, I think they're losing their head coach. And I think once he goes, it's not, I think, well, it's, he's yeah, obviously he's going to Mexico. Losing their head coach. Yeah. And I think once Tata leaves, I think a bunch of those players that they had. I don't want to say no trouble signing, but less trouble signing are all of a sudden going to disappear. And I know they're probably going to replace him with, you know, another high profile coach, but I don't think it's going to be a Tata level coach. Like it's not every day that the guy that used to run the Argentine national team is coaching an MLS and franchise Barcelona. and Barcelona. Like he's a big, big freaking deal. Yeah. Um, I think once he leaves uh, and I think once some of those star players depart for European shores, mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet that their first few months next year are going to be brutal. You know, I think March, April, like early spring is just going to be rough. And I want to see that 60,000 stadium then. Because uh, I don't I don't think they're going to be – I don't think they're going to be as excited when when they're collecting L's. If I, I may. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. You're just sounding like a hater now. I am a hater. There's that. I wish him well. No. In the attendance department. That's false. Totally wish them well. I hope they keep doing well. I hope we get a lot of um, fan votes between us and them. Because mm. such low-hanging fruit. Yeah. But hey, good on them. I still really hope that Portland wins because I just cannot even imagine that fan base with a trophy to their name at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, you know. Hey, it's why you played the game on... on on the field, in this case, on the turf. So I'm a, I'm still going to take Portland. Do I think Portland, Portland wins. Um, I want Portland to win, yeah. which probably means they lose. Uh, and I'm going to say it's going to be like early. I think uh, our boy Jeff has a classic Jeff moment and like drops the ball or something in the box. But they got lucky every time he did that. He did they? they so here's the thing. I think the brilliance of the Portland midfield, specifically the attacking midfield, right. makes up for their defensive mistakes. Um. I think, and I think that works against teams like, let's be honest, us and and you know an aging SKC where they're gonna give up goals anyway, and not really necessarily get a bunch back against Atlanta. That doesn't fly Ag against Atlanta. It's gonna be a shootout that I think they end up losing. Yeah, I, I just I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling the uh, grit of that Portland side. 
they're playing on plastic as they would anyways. Right. Let's hope the Falcons will have to play this weekend. The football team. Hand egg. Hand egg. Get it right. Oh, or let's hope there's no car show. Dude, so <laughs> bit of a tangent, bit of a tangent. Yeah, yeah. So uh I, I don't know how how big the the sports community is for our you know podcast because we are ourselves specific. Like I don't know how many people. people have heard of like the XFL. It's like the new is that still around? it's they're like starting up. Let me let they're me bring this started. up. They must be no 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 yeah, restarting. Okay. There's like restarting. I remember the XFL. The XFL's while you're looking it up, the XFL's big sales pitch used to be that they have no fair ca- uh, fair catches. That was a big differentiator. Right, it was like it was and, like an in, in NFL. So it's XFL 2020 is what it is. It's uh-huh. like a new uh, American Football League. Hand egg. Hand egg. Uh, there's going to be a Seattle team. Right. And they're playing at Century. <laughs> I, I wish I was making this up. I wish I was making this. Up. If by some miracle there's a Sounders fan listening to this. Your franchise is a joke at this point. Well, I, just just got like became fourth in the rankings, it's right? Ins- you got the you got the Seahawks. You've got the car show. Yeah, any any car show that might come around. <laughs> any car show. And you got the XFL now. It's insane. It's it's it. What I consider a flagship franchise for this league, like they are, like like you know, my European cousins maybe watch like five MLS games a year. Right. It's a, there's a good chance that the Sounders make that list, and they're. Playing on a turf, b a, like uh, uh, to say that they are second class citizens in their quote unquote own stadium is an understatement at this point. Right, it is an embarrassment to the league. Right, straight up at me. I don't care. This is insane. It's making like this is MLS 1.0. To clarify, we're very happy that Seattle is getting an XFL team. <laughs> We're just not very happy that they probably take a position in the stacking order in that beautiful stadium. Let's face it. The stadium itself is beautiful. We've been there. Fantastic stadium. CenturyLink is is a beautiful a stadium. Beautiful, An beautiful awesome stadium. awesome location. Absolutely. Just a walk down from downtown. Yep. We learned the hard way. We had to walk there very very <laughs> quickly a few years ago. We had to walk there hard. Hard. Because <laughs> we thought the game was at 8. And it was at 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we found out at 2. two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways. Um, good luck. I hope, I hope. Okay. Can I just ask this one thing? Yes. Okay. We can make all the jokes we want about yep. MLS teams being second class citizens, citizens mm-hmm. in their own stadium. Yep. We were there for a while at Rice Eccles. We yeah. We were second-class yep. citizens to yep. a college mm-hmm. football team. We were, while our stadium was being built. But all I'm asking for, mm-hmm. uh, there's obviously the extremes of one of the richest teams in the league, NYCFC, that mm-hmm. is still playing in a baseball freaking field, yep. i.e. a futsal field. Just can we make – can we – there should be – it should be literally against the law, not a rule or regulation – law that there should be no football lines on a soccer pitch. Yeah. That, I think that was still happening in Minnesota this year. It was. Minnesota has a baller new stadium. Right. So soccer that's specific. What I'm, that's, the, the thing that drives me up the wall mm. is that. So And, and I cannot imagine mm. 
let's say European or South American viewer right. tuning in for the first time, second sure. time, whatever it is, and or, or you know what, screw it, watching highlights on Sports Center, mm-hmm. the the German version of Sports Center. Oh my God! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, and seeing that, it, how do you? How are we taking? It, I feel like there should be a class action lawsuit <laughs> by the rest of the league against anyone <laughs> who plays an MLS match on a football field with the football lines and there's a camera present. <laughs> there should be no camera present. That's fair. Like if it's you a have stadium, to. that's it. That's you're making sense. For what it's worth, they come in handy for uh uh offside calls. Just throwing that out there. It's a really good marker yeah. to help you identify yeah. when a, like where players are in proportion to one another because they are straight. They are. So they have that. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Then how confusing are baseball lines? <laughs> <laughs> in Minnesota's defense, I get it. They were getting a new stadium built, a new home. Uh-huh. I have no problem with that. I have a problem with the Sounders, with the Timbers. Uh, you know, I think New England has been getting a quote-unquote new stadium for the last decade and a half. I definitely right. have a problem with Atlanta and NYCFC where it's like, yeah, this is life. Get used to it. Sucks to be you. And now Miami is apparently getting a stadium later than expected. Right. And, you know, New York is quote-unquote later. What has it been, four years now? It, it's it's just not. At what point do you – anyways, oh, look, we don't want to – Crazy tangent. Fans, fans don't have any say on that. I'm sure New York City fans would love a stadium. Uh, I saw how organized the Timbers are. I saw with my own eyes. We went and hung out with a bunch of their dudes while we were up there. Right. That is one organized fan base. If all 10 billion of them, the way they make it sound, went and said, hey, we're not showing up unless you clean this up, I guarantee you they're getting grassed the next day. They they tried it in Chicago. It didn't work out that well. Eh, Chicago's different. Not that organized. Anyway, I think there's some premier flagship. No football lines. Or a no, class action lawsuit. No turf on me. Or cameras. It's one of those three. Right. <laughs> you can have the lines, but then no cameras. Right. Or behind if you want to have cameras, there are no lines. Playing it behind closed doors. It is literally diminishing the value of the league. Yeah. Like it's, ourselves it's, it's value a- goes down whenever someone from Germany is watching an MLS game that's played on football lines. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. That's neither here nor there. Let's get to. I honestly um, forgot how we got here. Yeah, it's you know we were being a little car silly. shows. We were being a little car silly, <laughs> and I think it has to do with the fact that silly season is on like full effect. So I have. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. This is the time of year when I take off. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, what else is happening in life mm. other than RSL? And then it turns out like work. <laughs> there, there is someone paying me for some reason to show up every day. Uh, family. Those exist. There's a holiday season coming around the corner. So I honestly, I've barely paid any attention over the past two or three weeks. Uh, so lucky for me, you, and like the eight people listening. Well, it's like 800, but whatever. You have actually been paying attention. So uh, what's yeah. happening? Catch so, us up. Uh, I mean, I think the big one. The one I don't even want to say legs. I don't want to justify because it, it is still very much in its in its infancy as far as a uh, you know quote unquote rumors go. Uh, but there's a you know it's obviously going to be a striker rumor because we are very short there. Is is this guy uh, Herman Cano? Is I think how you pronounce that? 
Um, currently plays at uh, Medellin mm-hmm. in the uh, Categoria Primera A. Oh, excuse me. Uh, in Colombia. Um, dude, dude puts him away. Uh, you know, he's got uh, this year, he's got four goals and uh, nine appearances. Um, overall in his career, he's had 84 goals in uh, 223 appearances. So, and, and that's in the league. That's respectable. For sure. Uh, overall with like cups and league cups and, you know, other tournaments. He's got 95 goals in 252 appearances. So definitely not a guy that, you know, hope, quote unquote, isn't going to put him away. Right. Um, Those numbers are always a little. Uh, sure. A little inflated. You know, well, no, no, no. I would say deflated. Because when someone says 200 appearances. Mm-hmm. 252. Right. It yep. uh, doesn't matter. A billion appearances. That doesn't differentiate between 90-minute games played and five minute cameos right it still counts as an appearance right that's why i like the uh goals per minute played number i'm not sure if you have that on him i don't have his goals per minute but i'm sure we can whip something up real quick and have it i don't have just i've just just seen those numbers being um heavily misrepresented sure i i I get it long story short is this guy makes a living on putting goals away right consistently it's why he gets paid so is he coming well that's where it gets a little tricky um, believe it or not, agents of players sometimes don't have the team's best interest at heart. What? As crazy as that may sound, i.e. Yura slash Ordunio. Uh, it is, there is a second rumor floating around, which currently is just as credible as this one, depending on who you ask and when you ask them and how many recording devices are there when you ask them, mm. that this guy's agent is actually, because he might be going on a free later, uh, well, this winner, essentially. On a free, meaning that he could leave the team without uh, release. Without clause. release. So yep. there is there are talks of him being re-signed, and his agent is using Real Salt Lake as kind of the, hey, here's this team that wants to give us a big fat check for this guy to come play. Mm. Uh, which, you know... Smart. Yeah, with the you know information we have, we can't say isn't happening. Um. But there's a third kind of bit of, I don't even want to say news, but information, if you will. Yes. Uh, where Andy Williams, a uh-huh. former Real Salt Lake player and current head scout for Real Salt He's Lake. He's up on Twitter all times of night. He is up on Twitter all all hours of the evening and day. Um, and for those folks of our nation that aren't familiar with this, he likes to actually send out the occasional cryptic clue yeah. as to a signing. Sometimes not even a clue. Sometimes he's very straightforward. <laughs> Right, you know, he's not paid for his uh, Wits. cleverness. He's right. paid to go find talent, which though I he appreciate. did come up with the term twitches. It's a gem. It's a gem. Um, Anyways, tell us. So tell the, us the, what you learned from the, the, the mighty tweet, Andy. The tweet from Andy is still up and surfing the internet for puppies since uh-huh. I can't find a nine. Hashtag mm. send help. On mm. its surface, it's he might actually just be up at middle of the right. night searching puppies. I've I know I've done that once or twice. I have um, not. But it has been brought to our puppies. attention that mm-hmm. the, you know, the puppy kind of link mm-hmm. might be a, a, a direction at, so Herman is in, if you were to anglicize it, it's German. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on, before you keep going. Yes. Is this a conspiracy theory? No, this is this is this is silly season. This is why people are tuning in. It's for us to connect dots that don't exist. How many levels within the levels of having to interpret 
people's words do we have to get to before that makes sense? We're like two levels in. All right, all right, most. just keep going, anyway, keep going. Just Herman announce the levels. Herman is okay, so we're wait, currently wait, wait, second wait, level. Wait. Level one is there's a legitimate rumor out there that this guy's looking to play. Okay. okay. Level two is that this guy's name is Herman, which means German or is is anglicized as German. At what point does Andy Williams's tweet come in? So his tweet about puppies, i.e. dogs, i.e. German shepherds. Ah. That's so that's two to three levels max. Got it. Um, okay. and, and I did say it was kind of, you know, here's the thing. When we sign this guy and this actually ends up being what he meant, we're geniuses. Um, total. I don't want to I don't want to take credit. We did definitely did not come up with that one, but that's kind of We put it on the microphone. We did put it on a mic. We might we as well, well have come up with it. Um, we might as well have written the tweet. Might as well have. Long story short, it's this guy may no, or may thing, not. You cannot call it long story short at this point. Why not? It's long story longer at best. So basically, Keep going. basically 10 minutes into this, uh, you haven't learned anything. You are exactly where you left off earlier. Uh, he may or may not be coming. Uh, and nothing really has changed. There are a few other uh, you know, rumors floating out. Well, there was a tweet and a German Shepherd. It. It works. Pretty good story, Ads. Also, last name Kano, canine. I, there, a lot of levels here. A lot of levels. This could work in. So, what you're saying uh-huh. is that our so far, uh-huh. <clears throat> our off season, yeah, big signing. No, no, we've signed two academy players that I think are well, actually solid okay. signings. But I mean, big, big number nine signing. Mm-hmm. Is somewhere between a third and fourth level interpretation of a tweet. No, there are legitimate articles about you know managers. But our and, confirmation and of this rumor. Our co- no, there are other confirmations that I'm not willing to jeopardize for the sake of you know information. Yeah. But basically, the tweet you know connects a few dots. So you're and saying, it's, and it's public you, knowledge. You, so you, I don't mind sharing. It. You're saying things are happening. Think, there are moves being made all the time. We think. No, pretty sure they are. German Shepherds. Well, anyway. <laughs> folks, it's basically a done deal. He's coming. <laughs> get your uh, get your jerseys ready. Uh, you know, figure out a good chant for this guy. I suggest something dog-related. No looking back. I'm, I'm bringing a, a, a puppy bowl to the opening game if this happens. I mean, that's... It's a little weird, but yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, um, more. <laughs> anyways, all right. Let's not get further into this. All sure. right, actual so signings that we, have happened. We, there's, there's a mm-hmm. dogs Sweet. chance in hell. Doesn't make any sense, but all right. Yeah, let's go with it. Uh, chance mm-hmm. that we sign an Argentine number nine who scores a goal every three games, who currently plays in Medellin, yep. <clears throat> Colombia. Um, and we would pay a bunch of money for him to the point or to the extent where his agent mm-hmm. is using us as leverage, a leverage potentially for, for um, that. So there's that. Now I am understanding that we did actually sign some people. We have photos of it. First level stuff. Right. I mean, like not, not, confirmed not, by the team at this point. With pictures. Uh, yes. Of, of, uh, a couple, couple of youngsters from the Academy. Whom have we signed so far? Um, so uh, two two academy players, uh, well, along with the third one that we signed earlier in the season, um, uh, are uh, uh, Ochoa, uh, the goalie mm-hmm. for the uh, academy, 
and uh, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this young man's name, but Luis Ariaga. Um, Why is that a difficult one to pronounce? It's got a lot of R's, mostly huh. two back to back. Yeah. Um, so Ariaga. I, I think realistically, uh, not to take anything away from these young gentlemen, and not to suggest that I'm super familiar with the academy. Um, but I would be shocked if we see these guys uh, get any first team minutes. Um, I think, especially in the case of uh, uh, Choa, it was very much to prevent him leaving. Um, you know, maybe he gets some Monarchs minutes. Uh, currently, the Monarchs don't have any goalies. They have basically released everyone or uh, sent them up to Real Salt Lake. They've also just let a bunch of players go, and, and mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of starting over. Not starting over, but it's it's pretty sparse on that roster at the moment. Right. Um, I kind of think they're going back to a, you know, use the Monarchs to get yeah uh, kids minutes. Well, I think that's our long-term plan. For sure. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It was nice to see the Monarchs get a little silverware and, and be competitive and be good. It was awesome to see uh, our boy Plus, Sebastian yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just crush it to the point that and he's actually uh, he's going to Korea, yeah. the south one. Uh, he's playing in their second league, unfortunately. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, congratulations. If he's excited. He gets to make a living playing soccer. For sure. I'm excited for him. Um, I think he's going to tear that league up. Okay. Don't know why we did that, but all righty. Um, but, yeah, so those are a couple, like, confirmed signings that are, you know, I, I think pretty exciting. It's yeah. always cool to see academy kids get, you know, homegrown contracts. It makes us look good. I think it helps – I don't want to say justify, but it helps empower the academy, if you will. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's just I mean, good who, news all around. If you have to pick an academy to play for, would you rather play for the academy that continues to put players into professional player positions or another academy? Uh, right. So the strength right. is the it, academy. It, absolutely. I just, and honestly – And I think – Yeah, go ahead. Not to interrupt. I think that stuff becomes really, really important because there are currently talks of uh, – so I don't know how I don't want to get into like the nitty gritty of MLS rules, but basically Real Salt Lake can't even sign just any youngster they want. They have to be in a specific geographical region. There are talks of getting rid of those geographical regions. So like currently Real Salt Lakes, I think, are like parts of Idaho, Utah, and Arizona. Oh. Um, there are talks of sign of getting rid of those um where academies can go sign kids from anywhere right. in the uh, continental United States. Um, which would make sense, which would make sense. But, uh, if that were to happen, I think you want a strong Academy because it has been the lifeblood of Real Salt Lake. Uh, I do. Oh, I do truly believe that the academies are the future of not just RSL, Mm -hmm. but the league. And I have no illusions that we're not going to be able to, we're not able to right now. and We'll not be able to in the future spend with the Joneses. We will never spend with the LA's. Either right. of the LA's, we will right. never spend with Seattle. We will never spend with the New Yorks. At least New York. Uh, we'll see what happens in Orlando. No, excuse me, um, Miami. Mm-hmm. But sounds like big money there. We'll right. never be able to spend with Atlanta. Folks, get used to it. We're gonna be a, an academy first team, and I love it. Yeah, for sure. I it's- would much rather win once every ten years with the academy kids than win every third year and be in LA. Right, I, I, I just don't want to be in LA. Period. Right. How we go about winning? Uh, I'm, just to be clear, very fine with winning with a and, giant signing. I have no problem. And to be even more clear, so what you're saying is that there's rumors of a big signing out there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yes. We have confirmed two or three, I think now total, 
off-season um, academy signings, yep, which three. is even more awesome. Fantastic news. We're still missing the exact same piece we were missing last year. Right. So, basically, today, mm-hmm. we're no better off than we were when the season ended. Sure. I mean, we can jump into that right now of, of the moves the team has done, which was also on the... Tell us about whom we have let go or not re- so, renewed so the, on. The official term is option declined. Yes. Um, and there's you know there's a list. Which, now. by the way, uh-huh. before you get into it, option declined doesn't mean they're gone. Option declined doesn't mean they're gone. It's It's been a few... It's been a weekend change now since the, that news has become official. And there are players themselves that have basically announced yes. their either retirement from the game in some cases yeah to just flat out horse going elsewhere right um but yeah option declined doesn't necessarily mean that that player for sure isn't playing with real salt lake next year what it means means... is it could be a good piece of business right in other words if you're playing for my team and i have a guarantee on you next year well uh, i'm gonna pay you a hundred thousand dollars to play soccer for me right if and I, I were to I pick the, up your option. And I have the option. Right. I can choose to not pick up your option. And now you and I can sit down and renegotiate. For sure. And because, because I'm assuming you're going to be worth less. Correct. Than $100,000 right. in the market. And and for what it's worth, after the final, there's like a half-day transfer window where a bunch of players whose options aren't haven't been exercised can go and be picked up. Usually nothing happens on that day. Um, but yeah, so the option decline list, I think we're just going to go through it and you yeah. know give an update. Uh, Connor Sparrow, who um, you know Captain on his Sparrow. on his Twitter has has announced that he's walking away from the RSL uh, team, organization, Monarchs, whatever. So he's gone officially. Sean Barry, who yeah. uh, was actually kind of left absent from the initial press release on the secondary on the follow up. Forgot he still played for us. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of those like I was genuinely excited when we signed him, and you know due to injury and just a number of things, a lack of minutes, lack of consistency. Yeah. Just kind of eh, fine. I'd like to kind of see what he can and can't do. But if he weren't to come back, I wouldn't be distraught. Yeah, I was really excited about him last year. Right this year, right. Yeah. Uh, Tony Beltran, and I think this yeah. is the prime example of a guy. That's one who, of the two big ones. Right, where hey, if like when we initially agreed to your contract, your exercise was probably somewhere in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're coming back off of a year of injury. You haven't gotten any minutes. We're, you know, you're if we're going to be totally honest, approaching the tail end of your career. We got to sit back at the table here and talk money. Um, I, I would I really so- hope he's back for sure. I mean, Tony is, is arguably one of the best right backs in the game. Uh, I would be shocked if we were not to return. Uh, next it would year. also be really good, uh, if I was Miami, inter Miami, is that what they call? Yeah, that would be yeah. a really good guy to start the team with. Anyways, yeah, for job. sure. Solid signing. Uh, next one is David Horst, who, uh, due to having, if I remember correctly, his Achilles blown out um, also yeah, last like year. The day after he signed, I think. It's, uh, you know, he had, a, you know, some solid showings in, in an RSL jersey. It's, well, I love the guy. Uh, retired from the sport, I think, yesterday or the day before, before excuse me. Um, yeah. And wish him nothing but luck. He's he's already kind of you know stated that he wants to get into coaching a little. I would love to see him hang out with the academy, maybe the monarchs, kind of be an assistant, get his licenses, all that good stuff. I get a Jeff Kassar feeling about him, by the way. About Horst? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's like a physical. They're both big maybe. dudes, maybe. and I, I definitely get that. David Horst strikes me as like a super likable, yeah. down to earth guy. Um, yeah, kind of everyone's friend, which. You know, maybe more, sauce, maybe more suited to an assistant uh, yeah. coach role. Uh, Taylor Pay, P Pay. Um, 
Thanks. Also very limited minutes. Um, yeah. it, it's once again, wouldn't be shocked to see him uh, not return. Um, yeah. You know, uh, DeMar Phillips, um, I haven't okay. seen really a lot of him. He's also come out on Instagram and uh, said he's moved on from RSL. He's going to be doing a lot of uh, promoting of uh, parties. He's He does that part-time, apparently. Um, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. If you ever follow DeMar Phillips on Instagram, which I recommend everyone does, it is genuinely a good time. Hmm. Uh, leaves me in stitches all the time. Dude is like – so picture like the worst MS paint, like – club promoter bar like i'm not here yeah. to rag on demar i love demar i thought he brought a lot of pace when he you know played uh-huh. um he won't be returning next year once again i don't think we depending on what we do at left back uh, partying at a at a club near you yeah he's he's out of here jose hernandez um yeah n- nothing against the kid out. but yeah, yeah just it wasn't a good fit um the second one that people are kind of really shocked about is is our boy luke luke yeah. Holland. um Another one of those that was out most of the year. But when he came back, he came back with a vengeance. I feel like with Luke, every single year I say, you know, we go and we make a defensive midfield signing. And I'm like, there's no way Luke is getting minutes. There's no way Luke's getting regular playing time. There's no way we're re-signing Luke. And every year he goes and surprises me. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that I would genuinely love to have as an option. I don't want to break the bank on paying him because yeah. I think, you know, he's real hit or miss when it comes to talent. And I really think that's why the option declined. Right. Price. For sure. They wouldn't, I mean, love Luke, but if someone picks him up. Right. Good luck. He's, uh, I would like to have him back. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, he does have to pay for that engagement. So who else we got? It sounds like we're going to have a lot of open roster spots. Sonny is gone, as we all, we've already talked about that one. Giant hole in our defense. Uh, Ricky Lopez Espen. Um, I would actually like to see the kid come back because I think there's a lot of raw talent there. Right. It's just, you know. Too bad that we only get to play 11 players. Right. And then Luis Silva, the last yeah. one. Um, honestly, with Luis Silva, it, it's I'm hoping that there's a bit of business we can do there where we get a little money out of him moving on yeah. to, to somewhere else. But well, we don't stands, if he declined his option. We declined his option. Yeah. I'm hoping that we renegotiate with him for – I, I, You got it. So I, one of those I mean, sign and uh, trade? Right. It, it's who knows. So what, what you're saying is. here is there's there are a lot of um, confirmed open mm-hmm. or very likely to be open, right? Roster spots. So we could see a very different team next year. Quite literally, a very different team next year. I, I mean, I think we could see a very different bench next year. I think none of these guys are, you know, with the exception of a few. I don't think with Sunny really being the only exception are go-to starting 11, in my opinion, or, or at least they weren't last year. I think year. Tony would be a starting 11 guy if he comes back in full health. Um, yeah, but but that's kind of a big if. I mean, right. you haven't played for a year. That's, you know. And then, that's I mean, a especially big, uh, no. with the with the defensive line and with Mike being as unpredictable as he is. You know, we get, whoever is that number nine, now there's suddenly a lot of movements on both sides, especially on the left side. I think Savarino is pretty safe. I think I've expressed my opinions on this. Plata is anything but safe, mm. um, which then means you putting the you pulling the mirror back, who can easily replace the Sunny role alongside Kyle Beckerman. I, who I really think starts winding down this year. Right. I if our starting eleven defensive midfield pairing is Kyle Beckerman and Demir Krylak, love those two dudes individually. Love what they bring. Love the energy. For whatever reason, those two guys 
haven't figured each other because out. Because they're both slow. Our midfield it's is not, it's not, so weak. I don't think it's that they haven't figured each other out. I think they, they have figured each other out and they have the same weakness. That's pace, why I that's right. yeah, the pace. That's yeah. why I liked Sonny and Kyle. For sure. If I honestly anyone if I, and Kyle, I'm but fine. Here's here's the thing, and this hurts me to say. If it's a chart, if it's a we sign a nine, mm-hmm. say, and uh, means the mirror no longer has to play right. nine. Yep. The six upside down, which I wouldn't be too upset if I mean if he starts the year knowing he's our number nine, I think he's the kind of player where he would make it work really Demir. well. Yeah, Amir. Amir gets a starting number nine, nine, and it's it's a done deal up front. So mm-hmm. not ideal. I'm saying if right, but the point I'm trying to make here. Is if that doesn't happen, right? And we do by some miracle pull off a contract <laughs> and get get ourselves a productive number nine that actually starts scoring within the first couple of games, three, right. four, five games, and we see the progress. And he, he is a consistent starter at number nine. Then I have to pull Damir back, right? Right, and have him play defensive midfield. Okay, I'm benching Kyle. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. Not, I'm, I'm glad you can do that. I'm not starting Damir and Kyle Beckerman. No, that and should never happen between, again. If I have to pick between one of them, I'm starting Damir okay. right now. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that knowing the metrics that Mike Petke looks at, so off-the-field performance, attitude, you know, work ethic at practice, all that good stuff, knowing that those are the qualities that Mike Petke looks at for his you know, decision-making Selections. come, come mm-hmm. Saturday and Friday, that he has – even the desire, let alone the confidence to bench uh, Beckerman. I do. I disagree with you. Yeah, I do. I, and, and you know what? <clears throat> if it was because he's also smart, um, I think if you and I mm-hmm. can figure it out that those two are not a good pairing, okay, he or his assistant's mm-hmm. core has also figured it out, right? But we aren't seeing it a lot. But but wait, here's the kicker. If it was any other guy, uh-huh. I would say no. If it was like Plata's can play that position. And so it's Plata or Kyle. Forget the position. Talk okay. about personalities. Right. Okay. Okay. Kyle starting on the fact that he's a better personality. If it's Kyle or Justin Glad, if it's Kyle or Severino, it doesn't matter. Sure. I think. I honestly think I don't know this. I haven't seen the inner workings of this. I think the Mir Krylike is Mike Petke's favorite player. I think the I think Mike Petke builds his team around the Mir Krylike. I mean, I hope not. I hope we build a team around our attacking midfielder Rushnak. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Rushnak is obviously our best player. What? I think the Mir Krylike is Mike Petke's favorite player. I, I mean, I. Dropping some knowledge on y'all. No, that's an opinion. That's not knowledge. That's we don't know that for a fact. I know it. He doesn't know it. It's um. I, and here's the thing. I think he, Mike Petke. Yeah, keep fumbling because no, it's Mike Petke has yeah. no problem benching Plata because we've seen him bench Plata. Well, anybody. Right. I genuinely because because here's the thing. This guy spent the last year and a half telling these dudes if you work hard and if you run and if you do all the things I ask you to do at practice, you will get minutes. Right. Beckerman, like according to Mike Petke's exit interview, he goes, we have a, a printout, a chart of, of work ethic during practice. And every single day, Kyle Beckerman's name is at the top of that list. Right? Yeah. That's Petke's own words. I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the actual quote in front of me. 
But somewhere along those lines, that's what he says. Right. You can't tell a team for a year and a half that if you work hard and practice, you will get minutes, which mm-hmm. we have seen. It's more or less, I don't want to say public knowledge, but it's more or less common knowledge that Herrera has better practices than Acosta. And that is the reason our left back doesn't have a left foot right now. Mm. That's a fact. Overrated. Go That's ahead. a fact. So if Petke is sitting here and going, hey, guys, if you work hard and show up in practice and do all the things I tell you to do off the field, you will get starting 11 minutes, except for if your name is Kyle Beckerman. I don't think he can do that. I don't think he has the confidence to make that play. I don't think he can look Kyle Beckerman in the face and tell him that because in Kyle Beckerman, he has an equal, not a subordinate. And that scares him. You just said a lot of words, but none of them make sense. They, so all of them make sense. I disagree. I, I, I agree with a lot of things, including the work ethic, including the promise of the players, including a lot of things. But I also think Kyle Beckham is the kind of guy that would actually accept it, yeah. respect it, do disagree with all of that, and help make the team a stronger player. Because guess what? He's still making seven figures a year sitting on the bench. If I was him, I wouldn't complain. He knows the end's coming. And, and... He still gets to play an extremely central and vital part, just not in the starting 11. All of this, I need to preface, re-super-duper preface. I guess in this case, it's just rephrasing the fact that this only applies if we sign a proper, working, functional, performing number nine. Otherwise, Otherwise, we should figure this out. I honestly think... If I'm Andy Williams, if I'm if I'm Craig Viable, if I'm Mike Petke, <clears throat> in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I figure out our probability and likelihood of signing a proper number nine, right? Okay. And I know if it's less than fifty percent, more than seventy percent, and if it's an unacceptable number, okay, I'm just gonna nix those plans. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Demir in two weeks mm-hmm. and say, turn that six upside down, baby boy, because you're playing. You are our Central forward all of next year. Get ready. That's get too, prepared. That's too much of an absolute for me. That's but look, man. I I work. I I do multi year planning every day. The biggest unknown is an unknown, and season only starts in like four months. That's nothing in right. project management and in, in, in product management and planning. Four months is nothing. That's that's literally you need to have a six month sprint set up at all times right so that's absolutely nothing they have to figure this out and i personally if mike petke came out tomorrow and said the mere cry like is our number nine next year mm-hmm. i'd be okay with it i mean i would i definitely okay hold on it would so, be not the ideal solution but i would be okay with it. if that were the case craig weibel definitely shouldn't get a contract renewal which still hasn't yeah, happened by I the think way craig weibel shouldn't get a contract in you regardless what else happened right so for what it's worth at least uh, according to our most recent public knowledge, Craig Bible has had like his first actual meeting mm-hmm. with uh, Deloitte Hansen. I saw Deloitte a couple of weeks ago. You guys are tight like that. Seemed like uh, he was in a really good mood. Well, that's fantastic. Maybe he just fired Craig Bible. I didn't talk to him. Um, I just saw him. For what it's worth. It seemed pretty hoppy. Well, maybe he got a new coin. Pretty bouncy for a big dude. He's a big dude. Not a small guy. Not a small guy. Neither here nor there. Drives a Tesla. Nice Tesla. Wow. Neither here nor there. Craig Weibel hasn't had a contract renewal yet. We're kind of approaching what I consider the the 11th hour. It's now or never kind of mentality. I think the fact that we don't know for certain if the guy's coming back next year is a little terrifying just from a 
from a planning perspective, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of things are up in the air. Um, I also think we're, uh, you know, regarding signings, there's supposed to be a massive infusion of TAM this offseason, something right. like $1.5 million. No kidding. That hasn't been made public. There's, I know that there's a pr- supposed to be a pretty big uh, just change in the, you know, what is and isn't a DP and what TAM and GAM are used for. So I What's think we're GAM also- again? I have no idea. General okay. allocation. I don't even know if we use that one anymore. Yeah. Um, long story short, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things up in the air. Silly season is here. Guys are leaving. Guys are coming. Yeah. Always a good time. And we don't know anything. No one knows This anything. whole podcast could have been literally two minutes long. Yeah, but we got to give the people something to listen to while they're at work because Lord knows no one's working this time of year. Well, 45 minutes in. All right, RSL Nation. It's been good. It's been real. It's been fun. Hope you enjoyed some of this. We'll come back and, you know what, talk about a lot more nothing next week. I mean, either next week or the week after. Um, You know, whenever the microphone works. It depends on what news comes out and what we can and can't talk about. All right. Well, cheerios. Have a good one. Adios.